Welcome to Step Up and Thrive, where you get quick and easy tips on business management, productivity, stress management, work-life balance and marketing. I am Tuli Baxi, personal development coach, and my task here is to introduce you to various ways to succeed in business while keeping the sanity. Hello, today we are speaking about public speaking, and my guest is Megan Fisk. Dr. Megan Fisk is on a mission to elevate soul-led entrepreneurs' voices in communities throughout the world so they can inspire more clients through their services and courses. Welcome, Megan, to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Tuli. It's such a pleasure to be here with you. You are a public speaking coach. Can you share your journey to your current mission, please? I'd love to. So I was a college professor for many, many years. I finished my PhD back in 2015, but had been teaching public speaking at the university level since then. So here in the U.S., we have everyone that goes through, our, especially our public university system, takes either public speaking or small group communication as a core class to graduate. So I've taught thousands of students and you know, it has so happened I'd have friends come over and, you know, stop by my office and be like, hey, I've got a presentation next week. Can you just listen to it real quick? And then I had other friends that, you know, were running for different political offices and would be like, so I need some more help around my public speaking, around what my campaign messaging is going to be. And I was like, oh, sure. And then it was great for my friends. And then it became friends of friends of friends. And I was like, I should really start charging for this at some point. Um, and then I also, it was like, that was happening. And one of my favorite personal development authors mentioned working with a public speaking coach before her book tour. And I was like, oh, that's it. Like, that's exactly what I'd love to be doing. And so those two events colliding really set me on this path. And that was about two and a half years ago. Um, so I've been full-time in my business for just over a year now. And it's been a fun and exciting adventure for sure. Yeah, I guess those new babies, uh, what you have as your businesses. Oh, it's so exciting time. Thank you. So, you coach public speaking. Why on earth should we do public speaking? So, there's so many reasons why business owners need to get good at public speaking and why they should be using public speaking. So, the first thing I really want everyone to know is that as a business owner, you are a public speaker. Everything you do is related to public speaking in terms of talking to clients, getting on sales calls, and especially promoting yourself and your business. And so that's my main number one reason is you want to attract paying clients to your business and you do that through your business messaging. So when we think about being visible, which is the number one reason why you should do public speaking. It's like being that lighthouse, shining your light so brightly that your ideal clients are going to be able to find you. They know what you stand for and they're 
ready and willing to say, yeah, oh, I want to work with Thule. That sounds great. Like I know that she can solve the problem that I'm having right now. Um, you're also going to increase like your positivity and really attract the people that you want to be attracting. <laughs> so when you've got you know, maybe you've got just all text posts or they're not really able to show off your personality as much um, through the written word. And some people struggle with writing as well, or some people struggle with speaking. You have to do the one that you think's best for you. But by showcasing your personality, you build the know, like, and trust factor a lot quicker. Um, and I believe that public speaking and particularly like video marketing, hitting that go live button on Facebook or Instagram is going to help you attract clients a lot faster than just doing the written word. Okay. Thank you. And as so many people and of course, so many entrepreneurs are afraid of public speaking, what can we do then? when this hitting this live button is, is so freaking us out. I know it can be so intimidating. So a couple tips to get you started. The first one is really thinking through what it is that you even want to say and why you want to say it. And so that's something I help my clients with a lot is their business messaging. It's making sure that everything that you're communicating about on that like Facebook Live we'll use as an example directly relates to the content and particularly like the sales funnel that you have in place for your business. So you're using public speaking as a tool to lead people to take that next step with you. And at each level, maybe you're educating when someone first finds out about you, right? And you want them to, and then you have a very specific call to action um, for each one that moves them down the sales funnel. So every time you give a speech or every time you go live, you want to plan that content and know who on the other side, who that audience member is and what that next step is that you want them to take. And so one of the frameworks that I teach my um, students to use in my group coaching program is CAR, Challenge Action Result. So what is that audience member's biggest challenge right now? What's one action they can take and what's that result going to be um, that gets them a little bit closer to their ultimate goal? And so just using that framework, I mean, I have tons of other ones, but using that one is going to help relieve the, what should I even say when I go live, right? Because that's some people's fears. Like, I don't even know what I'd talk about. Um, so just told you what to talk about. <laughs> talk about a challenge your ideal audience members facing. Give that quick action step and then do what that result can be um, should they follow through on the action step. And then, of course, you're going to have a little conclusion that tells them what you just told them and sends them um, to the next step of your sales funnel. So if they already have a freebie um, or in your Facebook group, then your next step is most likely like a discovery call or a strategy call. Um, if they're on the strategy call with you, then their next step is to decide if they want to um, become a paying member of one of your programs or whatever, however you've got your sales funnel set up. When it comes more to the 
inherent fear of public speaking. And Tuli, I know you mentioned to me, you're like, you know, I'm an introvert. I hear that so much that Brene Brown, one of the greatest public speakers and communicators of our time, um, has also identifies as an introvert. So I... I don't give my introverts a pass. I think that it's having a why that's bigger than your fear. So let me break that down for you. What I mean is knowing that the message that you have to share with your audience will impact their life so much more than that fear that you have inside of you to get out and go. Um, Another person I love to death is Elizabeth Gilbert, and she talks about how fear and creativity are conjoined twins. You can't have one without the other. Um, So if we take Elizabeth Gilbert and Brene Brown together and talk about courage and being vulnerable and having the courage to even hit that go live button and share the message that you're here to share because your audience, I truly believe, is on the other side of the screen wanting the information that you have. And you have to have that belief in yourself and in the importance of your communication. And then the fear gets to take the back seat. And it says, yeah, I'm still here. I'm still present. I don't think the point is to overcome fear. I put my fingers in quotation marks. I hate that word overcome um, because I've been speaking for years and years and years and I still get nervous. I still get a little bit tingly before I do a podcast interview or, you know, something comes up for me because I'm so passionate about what I do. And I know that that feeling of nervousness is really an indicator of passion, not something bad that's going to like hurt me in some way. Um, So hopefully that gives you all a couple different ways of even looking at your public speaking fear and then thinking through what you even want to say when you go about it. Mm, Thank you. Are there any any? different exercises, what you could also do before starting speaking. You mentioned that even you have those butterflies. Definitely. I love, I call it a pre-speaking ritual. And so take, I'm going to give a whole bunch of ideas. Um, Think about for yourself because you don't want it to become like a whole hour long ordeal (laughs) before you go and hit that Facebook live. I think maybe five minutes. So let me give you some ideas for what to do with that five minutes and then figure out what's going to work for you. So the first um, public speaking ritual that works for a lot of my clients is called box breathing. And that's if you've got a really heightened level of energy, you're feeling all of like those butterflies in your stomach and it feels a little too much, box breathing is going to even you out and kind of take you back to like a middle ground. So what it is, is a breathing technique that it's like if you draw a box. So you breathe in for five seconds, you hold for five seconds, then you'll exhale that air out for five seconds and hold the exhale. And so you do a couple rounds of box breathing and it really situates your energy and puts you back in your body. Um, One of the other things I like to do with it is like on the inhale, you can visualize either like calming energy coming towards you or positive energy. And on the exhale, visualize any anxiety leaving your body. Um, 
So box breathing, I love it. I love coupling it with visualization. It's great. The second technique is a really fun one. So if you find yourself, and I think a lot of my introverts fall into this category, where you really have to psych yourself up before the speech. You have to get in the zone. Um, I love picking a theme song. So my theme song for uh, right now for my business is I'm walking on sunshine. You know, the I'm walking on sunshine. Whoa. So I like to sing that one. I'm a terrible singer, but it's like singing karaoke is going to, I want you to pick a positive song that you absolutely love that puts you in the frame of mind and puts you almost like the emotion you want your audience to have listening to you. I do think there's something to that frequency or that vibrational level of like getting yourself there that is contagious to your audience. And so picking a theme song and the trick too is using it consistently because then your brain kind of re-networks itself um, so that it knows that, oh, this song's coming on. We're going to go do this speech. It starts to associate it that way. Um, and it becomes a positive thing that you're looking forward to. And the other thing that I love about singing along to a theme song is that it's going to warm up your vocal cords. So we're recording this podcast in the morning. I was listening to actually more Britney Spears. I'm going, there's been so many documentaries about Britney Spears lately that like I need to revisit her music. So I was, you know, getting ready, doing my morning routine, listening to Britney, singing out loud, warming up my voice. So Tuli doesn't get me as like the first thing I say in the morning is on this podcast. So doing that karaoke warms up your voice too. Um, And then the final thing that I think people really neglect (laughs) with public speaking fear is that they don't celebrate when it's done. So after this podcast interview, I'm going to get up, dance around my room, tell myself it was great. It's going to reach the people that it's meant to reach. It's going to do all of the things that it needs to do and that it was a really awesome experience because it makes it easier the next time. Right. So if you do go live, don't sit afterwards and think, Oh, I should have said this or I should have done that or, you know, no one watched it. It was terrible. Blah, 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 blah. Like your mind's going to naturally spiral. So what you want to do instead is interrupt that pattern and say, No, you know, it was actually great. It did exactly what it needed to do. I'm becoming a better public speaker every time I do a podcast interview or every time I go live. I just keep getting better and better. And that thought is going to serve you so much better than other thoughts that might pop into your head. So hopefully that gives you a range of different things to think about. Um, I also really like using essential oils, like a lavender oil on my wrists um, to calm down if I'm particularly excited about something. Or um, there's some different like energetic practices too. If you feel like it takes a lot of energy to do a speech. Um, One thing that you might think about doing is imagining an invisible cloak wrapping around you before you give your speech. And that cloak is going to keep you safe and make sure that your energy isn't leaving your body. And just these little like visualization techniques can become really powerful at reframing things in your mind. Um, If you are doing like a huge speaking event, like let's say you get that TED Talk. A lot of my clients, that is their dream. Yeah, they want to go. They want to give that TED Talk. Uh, 
what if you know that that's your goal, start visualizing yourself on the TED stage. Start working in your daily meditation or visualization practice, seeing yourself at feel. And this is the really important part is feeling how you want to feel once it's finished. Um, so over in my Facebook group, I have a visualization um, saved on there that's all about cultivating that feeling of having that standing ovation. <laughs> you just gave your TED Talk. Everyone in the audience is cheering for you. And that wave of positive energy washing over you is that level of energy that you want in your life in general, right? Like I can't think of a better feeling <laughs> overall. So it also starts to tell yourself like, oh, I'm open to this possibility. I'm open to putting myself in the position where that is a reality. And, you know, I'm a big believer in the law of attraction and thinking like, if I'm able to put that energy out to the world, I'm going to attract more of that energy into my life. So um, I love visualization practices for overcoming public speaking fear too. Mm. Thank you. There were so many and they were really very useful. Thank you. And now it's time for our quick tip section. And this is something what we do regularly on our podcast. And my question is, what is your biggest revelation about public speaking? My biggest revelation about public speaking as a business owner, I'll keep it a little more specific, is that you have to provide value for your audience right at the beginning. You have to tell them what they're going to get out of listening and devoting the next 15, 20 minutes, however long you're speaking for right at the start. And so a yoga teacher, for instance, might like tell her audience about a breathing technique and really break it down so her audience understands it in a new way. Or a dating coach could persuade his audience to try a new technique on like their Bumble profile. Whatever the case is, you have to tell them right at the beginning and provide that value for them. Thank you. So the most important message in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you so much, Megan, for joining us and sharing all these valuable tips. And if our listeners would like to know more about you and follow you, where can they do so? It's been such a pleasure being on the podcast with you. And I've got a free gift for everyone listening that's called the Unlock Your Core Message Challenge. It's on my website, drmeganfisk.com, and I think it'll be posted in the show notes below. Definitely. <laughs> Thank you. It's all about finding your core message. So your core message is like your North Star to your business. It's the point that you return back to when you're going and thinking through like, okay, what is it that I want to get across today? What is it that my business stands for? My core message is your speech will change the world. Marie Forleo talks about everything is figure outable. Um, Gabby Bernstein, become the happiest person you know. Those are all great core messages that really represent the businesses that were built. And so if you want to find your core message, check out the Unlock Your Core Message Challenge over on my website. Oh, thank you. And once again, thank you for coming. And it was really a pleasure to have interview with you. And I really enjoyed. Oh, thank you. And thank you for being such a great audience member. I enjoyed it as well. <laughs>
Come and check all the show notes and transcript at stepupandthrivepodcast.com slash 18. Thank you for joining Step Up and Thrive with Megan Fisk. I'm your host, Tuli Parksi. Tune in next week.